Praise God from whom all blessings flow for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures forever. Amen. 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 We do praise the Lord today as you listen to this podcast. We've been on a brief hiatus, but I am Reverend Dr. Edward O. Williamson, pastor of the Bethel Baptist Church of White Plains, New York. And this is the podcast after the sermon scoop. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's just good to greet you once again. Uh, Today, we will be talking from the topic, living by faith, living by faith, Uh, using scripture references, Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 38, and also Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 6. Amen. Amen. Get your Bibles ready and, and follow us as we read this passage of scripture. Now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were formed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and through it he being dead still speaks. By faith Enoch was taken away, so that he did not see death and was not found, because God had taken him. Before before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, It is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I've read to you Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38 and Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 6. May the Lord bless the readers, hearers and doers of his holy word. Amen. Amen. Uh, We've done a series of sermons, amen, uh, persevering faith and living by faith. And we seem to have touched something when we preached on this topic of faith. Amen. What does it mean to live by faith? Hebrews 10.38 again says, Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Also, we can find in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 where Paul writes, for we walk by faith and not by sight, living and walking by faith. Very essential uh, to the life of the believer, life of the Christian. And we want to dig deeper. We want to go beyond uh, and give some more insight on this issue of walking by faith, walking by faith. Amen. When we think about this walking by faith, Uh, matter. Amen. We know that people are feeling tested right now. People have had their lives disrupted and they could be experiencing what is called a crisis of faith, a crisis of faith. Claire D. Webb in her master's thesis uh, paper and uh, writes that a crisis of faith is a painful experience in a Christian's life when he or she begins to doubt his or her beliefs, causing grief and confusion for them, uh, for the individual, as well as 
a sense of disconnection from God. Many people today are feeling disconnected from God because of their circumstances, because of things that they've gone through. Amen. Think about it. Amen. Life has been filled uh, with disruptions lately, and uh, many people have doubts and fears. Amen. When they look at what's going on in the world, people have disappointments and disillusionments. Amen. People are experiencing depression and despair. Their lives seem to have been derailed. Amen. And these circumstances are causing them, amen, and us, amen, to experience it, a what may be for some a crisis of faith, a dark night of the soul where we feel isolated and alone and disconnected, not only from other individuals, but we feel lost and a lack of sense of purpose, amen, in regards to our relationship with God. Amen. Many people are experiencing a crisis of faith. Look at your situation today. Have you ever gone through a crisis of faith, a time that has challenged your belief? Amen. Are you thinking about that right now? Amen. Are you wondering, do you hang on or do you turn around and go back or do you find some other way? Amen. People are going through crises of belief. Amen. A crisis of faith. Amen. And and the writer of Hebrews, amen, is dealing with people that are having some of the same feelings and emotions. Amen. He's writing to uh, primarily Jewish Christians, amen, who are experiencing the beginnings of persecutions and suffering, amen, and uh, they are wondering, uh, do they keep following the Lord or do they go back to the comfort and safety of Judaism, amen, amen, uh, pressure, amen, will make you think about turning around, pressure will make you doubt, Pressure will, will will cause you to think of dropping out of church or dropping out the religious uh, faith and belief. Amen. Amen. And and so there we want you to know today. Amen. That there is hope. Amen. For those who trust in God. Amen. Amen. Hebrew says that that hope is an anchor for the soul. And sometimes we're going through storms and, and trials and tribulations and challenges. Amen. And we need something to anchor us. Amen. And and it's the anchoring. Amen. That helps us. Amen. When it comes to living by faith. Amen. The right of Hebrew says the just shall live by their faith. Amen. Now, let's look at the, uh, some of these uh, wordings. Amen. In verse 28, 10, 28, he says, now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Amen. The, the writer uh Whenever he's repeating words or themes or thoughts, amen, we need to pay attention to that, amen, because uh, the one who lacks faith, the one who gives up on their faith, amen, who turns around and abandons God, amen, God finds no pleasure in them. So so the encouragement is to stay with God, to trust in God. And so then he moves into chapter 11 and he starts to give us uh, a definition of faith and then some examples of faith and, and people who have pleased God by their testimony. Listen what Hebrews 11 one says. Now faith 
is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What is faith? Faith, amen, is that which grounds us, amen. That which gives us a sense of purpose in life. That's which gives us direction of life. We walk by faith. We live by faith. Faith is a foundation. Amen. You need to write that down. Faith is the foundation for the believer's life. Amen. Amen. It's the substance. It's it's what we look forward to. It's what gives meaning to our life. Our beliefs shape our values and then our values shape our behavior. Amen. Let me say that one more time. Your beliefs, your worldview, what you believe, uh, uh, what you trust in, what you put confidence in, it uh, shapes your values. It, it shapes what's important to you. And then your values shape your behavior. If we're going to live by faith, it means to live on the basis of what we believe. Let me put a point right there and say what I said in the sermon. Faith is not the end goal. Amen. Faith is what helps us and sustains us to the end. Faith has to be directed toward an object. So when we speak of biblical faith, we're not talking about just faith for faith's sake, but we're talking about having faith or confidence or trust in God and God's word and God's will and God's promises and, and God's nature. Amen. We walk by our faith in God, our trust in God, and that's what sustains us in life. Amen. Amen. Listen to what the writer of Hebrews says that ties back into that idea of pleasing God. So he says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it, verse 2, Hebrews 11 and 2, by it, the elders... All right. Those the ancestors, those who have gone before, those who have left legacies for the believers to follow, the elders obtained a good testimony. Okay, it's by faith that the faith legacy was developed and laid and passed on to coming generations. A good testimony, a good witness. Amen. Amen. And so we have the testimonies of those who have who have persevered to testimonies of those who have gone through uh as as evidence, uh, as witnesses or, or as examples for us to follow when it comes to faith. Amen. He says in 11 and 3, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen, which were, were not made of things which are visible. That means uh, we didn't create ourselves, that, that we uh, have a sense in belief, uh, a belief in God who is uh, invisible. God is spirit. Amen. But it's the God who, creator who gives order to life. It's the God creator who, who brings things in to existence. Amen. The writer of Hebrews is reminding us of creation when he speaks there that, that, that we serve God and worship God and honor God because he is our creator. And because God is creator, guess what? He has authority. He has a rule. Amen. Our God is invisible. Our God is immutable. Amen. Our God, amen, is impressive. Amen. God bless. And so we serve our creator. Creator God, who made everything, the heavens and the earth, all of it belongs to him. And then he takes us, uh, verse 4, and gives us a tangible example, a historical figure. He says, by faith, 
Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. Amen. God testifying of his gifts and through it, he being dead still speaks. It's the faith of Abel that's being commended there is that he gave his offering by faith. Amen. And look at this very key thing he says. He says, and through that faith offering, that confidence, that trust, uh, that that belief, that knowing of God is that through this action, this faith action. Amen. Abel was declared righteous more righteous than Cain. Amen. Do you see that there? The the righteousness is imputed and declared uh, toward Abel based on an action of faith. Then verse five gives us another uh, historical example. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony, here it is again, that he pleased God. Amen. So 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 the writer of Hebrews is is making a contrast between the faithful and unfaithful. He's showing where it's through faithful living, uh, trust and belief in God that that the believer or the Christian pleases God. Amen. And listen what verse six says. So then he makes a summary statement in Hebrews 11 and six. But without faith, it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Amen. Amen. As we think about this, amen, and look at this, amen, uh, we have to make sure that we are are walking by faith, are living by faith, because that is the way in which uh, we please God. Uh, so faith, faith is believing, faith is trusting, faith is putting confidence in God. It's a belief in God. What is faith? It's believing in God, trusting God, taking God in his word. And when we trust God and take God at his word and believe in him, then that's how we please God. Because watch this, faith will lead you to be obedient. Amen. Faith leads to obedience. Amen. Uh, James says this way, faith without works is dead. So if I truly have faith, then I'm going to act on it. Amen. And I'm going to move in it. All right. So those who are having a crisis of faith, the first thing we you need to do is to seek God. Amen. To to uh, to to uh, walk, to pray. Amen. To study the scriptures. Amen. To 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 call on the Lord. Amen. Uh, here's what here's what you need to reassure yourself and 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 preach to yourself about is that God is faithful. And in his word, God says he will never leave you nor forsake you. He will not abandon you. Amen. You you are secure in your relationship with God. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. That's what 
Paul writes, amen, in Romans chapter 8, that we cannot be separated from the love of God. We're in a covenant relationship with the Lord. Amen. So I'm secure. And my relationship with the Lord is secured by Jesus Christ, by his death on the cross. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So you have life, amen, through the Son of God who died for your sins. When you put your trust and your confidence in the Savior, amen. And Jesus says, I've come that they might have life and that they might have life more abundantly. Amen. Uh, Jesus uh, builds the bridge between you and God. Jesus uh, satisfies, amen, uh, the penalty for sin that that separates us. Amen. It's because of Jesus that the Lord says, uh, I will remember their sins no more. Amen. So we, we stand in right relationship with God on the basis of the completed work of Jesus Christ. And not only is Jesus our sacrifice, but Jesus is also our high priest and also know that the spirit of God indwells all those who believe in him. The spirit not only indwells you, but the spirit also seals you and is keeping you till the day of redemption. Another thing that the spirit does, the spirit uh, is is your connection with God because the spirit quickens your spirit, uh, brings your spirit back to life. Amen. And, and the spirit communicates with your spirit. Amen. With your heart and with your mind and, and leads you and counsels you and directs you and teach you. So you have, amen, a secure relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Amen. The Lord is committed to you and you need to respond in faith and be committed to the Lord. Now, there's another thing that we experience uh, and 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 it's as challenging as a crisis of faith, but it's a little different. Amen. Henry Blackaby and uh, his son, uh, Richard Blackaby and Claude King write a book in, uh, entitled, Amen, Experiencing God, Knowing and Doing the Will of God. Uh, all right. Experiencing God, Knowing and Doing the Will of God. And they talk about that in order for us to grow in faith, uh, to grow in our knowledge of God, uh, we have to go through experiences. Amen. And they describe these experiences as a crisis of belief. In their book, they say a crisis of belief is a turning point uh, that is necessary when you follow God's will. Uh, they, they write, and I quote, when God invites you to join him in his work, he presents a God sized assignment he wants you to accomplish. Amen. There are some things that happen in your life that require you to trust God or to believe in God. Amen. Amen. And that's where the crisis comes. Many times what we struggle with is this crisis of making the decision to follow God, to follow God at his word, to take him at his word. Amen. And and this crisis, amen, this encounter, amen, requires faith. There's There are some things that we have to do based on our faith. Remember, 
believer. Amen. We walk by faith, not by sight. The just shall live by faith. Amen. And how you respond in this crisis situation, amen, can help you grow. Amen. When you respond, believing in God, it will help you grow in faith. Amen. Somebody, let's take a pause right there and let's let sink in that am I going through a crisis of faith or am I going to through a crisis of belief? Do I believe that God will do what he says? Do I believe Amen. That God will keep his word. Do I believe that that when God is directing me to do something that I can trust him as I walk in obedience uh, to him? Amen. Amen. Listen what uh, Blackaby and, and others say. Faith is confidence that what God promised will come to pass. Amen. Sight is the opposite of faith. If you can clearly see how something can be accomplished, faith is more than likely not required. Amen. Uh, But he says uh, Christians, as well as everyone else, have natural tendencies to try building a life in which faith is unnecessary. That's what's going on today. People are trying to live without God. It's what Blackbeard and Claude King say. Uh, We establish a comfort zone where everything is in our control, but this is not pleasing to God. God will allow things to into our lives that drive us to utter dependence on him. Then we see his power and his glory. Now, I'm going to skip through that. This is just a podcast today, and I want to convince us, amen, to do this, amen, because when, when we walk by faith, when we live by faith, we have established a testimony and witness for the Lord. And when people see God doing in our lives and through our lives, what only God can do, guess what? God gets the glory. Amen. God gets the glory from those things. Amen. And and it's when we walk by faith, when we practice our faith, amen, that's when, amen, people are drawn to God because they see what God is doing in our lives, amen, and it opens up a desire in them. Jesus says, let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works, amen, and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Amen. We want to bring glory to God through our lives. And the way we bring glory to God through our lives is when we live by faith and we walk by faith. Amen. I I was listening to a song by the Reverend James Cleveland. Amen. When I was preparing for this podcast, and he has a song entitled, Where Is Your Faith in God? And in the introduction to the song, he talks about that that two Christians are walking along, but one happens to be what he describes as backslidden. And the backslidden Christian, amen, has some complaints about life, amen, because he feels, amen, that God has abandoned him, amen. And so so James Cleveland sings this song, and he raises the question, where is your faith? Where is your faith in God? Amen. And it's common problems, amen. In the conversation, the song says, say you've been sick, and the Christian says, tell me about it, and you can't get well. And he raises the question, where is your 
faith. Where is your faith in God? Say you're in trouble. Tell me about it. And you're going to be in court next week. Where is your faith in God? Say you're out of work. Tell me about it. And all your bills are due. Where is your faith in God? Say you got a bad habit. Tell me about it. Think you're hooked and can't get free. Where is your faith in God? He's saying, say you're out of money. Tell me about it. And you're down to your last dime. Where is your faith? Where is your faith in God? Amen. Hold on to your faith. That's what the writer is telling these believers. Stand firm on your faith. God is faithful. He will show up. And you've got to have faith that will persevere through challenges, through circumstances, and through situations, amen, that will test you and try you, even persecutions, amen. But know that God is faithful. Don't uh, turn back on your faith. In times like these, you need a Savior. In times like these, you need an anchor. Be very sure, be very sure that your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. This rock is Jesus. He is the one. This rock is Jesus, God's only son. Be very sure. Be very sure. Your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. Amen. We must live or walk by faith. It's in living and walking by faith. Amen. That we please God. God, let me pray for you today. Dear God, in the name of Jesus, someone's listening to this that needs a word of encouragement. Amen. That needs a touch. That needs a reminder from you, Lord God. Lord, let them know that they can trust in you, put their confidence in you, Lord God, that they can rely on you, Lord, that they can lean into you in every situation. So we pray right now, Lord God, for people's faith to be strengthened, Lord God, that they will know that you're faithful and that you will never leave them or, or forsake them. Also, Lord, let them know that they can do things that seem impossible because you are with them. We give you all glory and honor and praise. Lord God, bless your people today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today, Living by Faith. Again, I'm Reverend Dr. Edward O. Williamson, pastor of the Bethel Baptist Church of White Plains, New York. Visit us at our website, www.bethelbaptistchurchwp.org, or you can get the Bethel Baptist Church White Plains uh, app. Amen. And download that. Amen. You can also communicate with us through uh, sending us an email to BBC Media Ministry one at gmail.com. Amen. 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 Resources that'll be helpful for you, of course, are reading your Holy Bible. And I encourage you, if you're struggling with faith, to read the book of Hebrews. We also recommend, amen, experiencing God, knowing and doing the will of God by Henry and Richard Blackaby and Claude King. Amen. In our Bible study, we are doing selected studies on encounters with God, transforming your Bible study. That's by Henry Melvin and Norman Blackaby. And if you need a daily devotional, there is Experiencing God Day by Day by Henry T. Blackaby and Richard Blackaby. Again, those resources will help you. Amen. To to encounter and experience God in a special way that will build your faith and strengthen your walk. Amen. We walk by faith and not by sight. The just shall live by their faith. God bless you.